Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show. I hope you're all having a beautiful week. In some personal news for me, guys, I am having a total pinch me moment this week. I have a new car arriving. (laughs) Sorry for the squeals, but I am so excited, guys. I love being on the forefront of technology. I love a lot of our future advancements that I'm seeing in the world right now. And I'm also a massive fan of convenience. Hashtag laziest entrepreneur you'll ever meet. Uh, And so I bought a Tesla. I bought a red Tesla because it goes faster, of course. And even though this is not sponsored, although I totally wish that Elon Musk would sponsor the potty. (laughs) The reason that I chose a Tesla, guys, is because there's no servicing, um, which I love because obviously it's battery operated. What? Uh, No petrol either. It's better for the environment. And so I was like, this is a no brainer for me. I love being on the forefront. So I am really, really, really excited. If you have a Tesla, DM me, tell me all the things. I really, really want to know about it. Um, But that obviously is not why you guys are here today. Although the topic that I'm going to be talking about today is pricing and pricing and buying your dream items that you love absolutely tie in together. So let's talk pricing. This is such a juicy topic and one that causes so much heated debate in Facebook groups that I'm part of, and I'm sure you guys see it too. But today I'm going to share with you my personal philosophy on pricing and how we help our clients set their prices and the most important things that you need to consider when setting your prices to ensure that you don't under or overcharge and actually make the money you want and deserve. So I'm going to kick off today with a controversial opinion. You know, the saying charge your worth is one of my least favorite sayings in business. And that's not because I think that you aren't worthy and not because I think that you can't charge your worth. It's because I believe that you were actually born worthy. The lady that sells $25 candles is just as worthy as the woman who sells $50,000 programs. How much money you make in your business has absolutely nothing to do with your self-worth. And I see it all the time, women saying, no, babe, increase your prices, charge your worth. Your pricing should have nothing to do with how much you are or are not worth. And I totally understand where the saying comes from, which is you want to make sure that you're charging not just for your hourly rate, but actually charging for the years and years of experience, knowledge, and education that you have invested time, energy, and money into learning so that you could provide that information succinctly in that one-hour period. And I'm 1,000% down for that. But what you charge for that hour has absolutely nothing to do with your worth. You are already worthy. You were born worthy. No amount of money changes that. So the number one thing that I see in business that really kind of bugs me the most is that most small business owners, when they first get into business, set their prices in alignment with what other people are charging. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have to do your market research because you absolutely do. You have to do your market research. I 100% recommend having a look around at your industry and what other people are charging so you can get a ballpark. But when we only set our prices in alignment with what other people are charging, what we rarely do is hit our own personal financial goals, right? Because we have no idea why that other person has picked that price. We have no idea how they arrived at that pricing structure. We don't know what their personal financial situation is. We have no idea whether they have maybe startup capital or money that they're just able to burn through or potentially 
their husbands are really wealthy and are happy for them to do this as a hobby business, you have no idea whether they've actually costed out the cost of providing that service or that product correctly. And when we charge what others charge, we're making the assumption that they know what they're doing, that they are starting where you're starting and that they've done all the relevant research and all that cost analysis to arrive at that price point. And honestly, honey, that's just a lot of assumptions. We know that social media always shows the highlight reel. And so we have no idea, like businesses can look super successful on the outside and actually not be that successful in the back end. And so we don't want to base our pricing off of assumption. We want to make sure that your prices are based off of what you want to earn, what your financial goals are, what your current costing and pricing looks like, how much it actually costs you to deliver that product or service, and making sure that it's going to build a profitable business for you regardless of what the market is doing. And there are some really interesting industries that are constantly undercharging for their services. And those industries are things like, especially in that more spiritual space. So if we look at things like kinesiologists, uh, you know, meditation teachers, even yoga, like the time, energy, effort, and knowledge that those people have to be able to go into, you know, those industries and to be able to help people and heal people the way that they do. And yet they're one of the most undercharged or one of the most underpaid industries in the world. And it's insane because they think that there's a lot of worthiness that comes around that pricing. You know, they feel like they have to be of service. They feel like they can't charge what they want to charge because that would be greedy. And there's a lot of money story that starts to come in, in more of those spiritual areas. Now, Guys, if you're a spiritual business and you're listening in and you're like, I'm charging really well, then sis, proud of you. Love that for you. Keep doing that for you. But we find that when we have those more spiritual businesses joining our programs, that actually they're usually more often than not undercharging and they feel really bad, really guilty for charging more. So if that's how you're feeling in any industry ever, then please know that we are going to be discussing this today. So your best bet, guys, is to set your pricing based on your own research and goals. So first of all, guys, your pricing needs to match your goals. So having a think about how much do I want to earn? And if you haven't listened to our goal setting podcast, please go have a little listen. How much do I want to earn? You know, what kind of profit margin do I want? How much do I want in my bank after the cost of producing my product or service goes out? So thinking about your lifestyle goals, how much do you want to make personally in your bank account? And then where do we need to charge to be able to sell that? understanding, guys, that cheaper is not necessarily better. And this is where we get into heated debates on Facebook groups. Cheaper is not always better. When you first start your business, it's really common to think, you know what, my number one point of difference is that I'm really affordable and that I charge less. And so that's why people want to choose to work with me. To be completely honest, and I use this example all the time, guys, when I see something cheaper and I see someone charging a more expensive price point, I will always go with the more expensive person. And I did that even when I couldn't afford to. And the reason for that is, guys, I know that if someone is charging more, then they back themselves. They 100% have full belief in their product or their service that they're selling. And I know it's probably going to be a higher quality product and a higher quality level of service. And so I will always choose that. And a good example that I use is my hairdresser. So when I was first looking around to get my hair done, when I you know moved into a new state and I had a new hairdresser that I needed to find and I'm blonde and if you're blonde, you would totally know that getting a hairdresser to do good blonde is really difficult. And so I got a couple of quotes from a couple of different hairdressers. One person quoted me $195 for a full head of foils and somebody else quoted me $495 for that same head of foils. I did not have the money to pay for the more expensive person, but they had afterpay, so yay. And second of all, I knew that they would do a way better job. I just knew it. And I knew that if I wasn't happy 
for that price point, they would go above and beyond to service me. And so I went with that more expensive person and I've been with her ever since and she is phenomenal. So guys, cheaper isn't always better. It can sometimes actually damage your industry or your business because you're undercharging and it makes you look inferior compared to somebody else. So I just wanted to say cheaper is not always better. That doesn't mean that you have to go in and be the most expensive either, okay? So, you know, I don't usually recommend, especially when we're starting out in business, I don't usually recommend coming in as the most expensive unless you've got background in marketing or maybe an investor or contacts or a pre-established personal brand or some leverage over an audience. In those cases, of course, go ham, girl, go be the most expensive. But guys, you don't want to be the cheapest. You don't necessarily want to be the most expensive when you first get started. You can increase your pricing over time. Okay. So what I usually recommend for my clients is figure out what you want to do to hit your goals, figure out what you'd be happy with right now. And then usually when we're doing pricing, guys, you have to be confident in your price point. Okay. That is ultimately what it's going to come down to because when you are on that phone call, that sales call with that client, when you are putting those prices up on your website, when somebody questions your pricing, you need to 100% back in the value that comes with that price point. You have to be so confident that the value you have included for that price point is going to absolutely blow that client's mind. And if you doubt that, they are going to hear it, they are going to feel it, and they are going to go elsewhere. So please, when you're first getting started, set your price point in alignment with where you feel confident, but also making sure that you're not cutting your nose off to spite your face because increasing your prices can be tricky, especially if you have ongoing clients. So how will you know when it's time to increase your prices? Well, I've given three points here. One, you'll feel tired all the time, (laughs) but you won't have enough money to actually pay for coaches or team or contractors to help you grow your business. So you might be doing a lot of work, you might be doing a lot of output, but you're actually not seeing the money drop into your account. That can be an indication that it's time to increase your prices. Or potentially, if you're fully booked all the time with constant inquiries coming in and you're having to say no to people, or potentially you have a wait list um, and you've been like that for maybe, you know, more than two months, okay, then it's probably time to increase your prices. Or third, last but not least, people keep telling you how cheap you are. That is a pretty good indication. Like once or twice is like, oh, I'm so glad you find it affordable. But three, five, 10, 15 times, guys, it's probably time to start thinking about increasing your price point, okay? Now, increasing your prices can be terrifying. I know that it's terrifying. And I know especially if you have ongoing clients. So for example, if you're a social media manager and you have clients that are ongoing and you have to increase your prices and you have to let them know... I know it's so terrifying to have to do that. I'm going to talk you through some of this right now though, okay? In order to increase your prices and tell your clients about it, I want you to sit down and write a list about how it's going to benefit your customer. Become crystal clear about what's in it for them. So for example, the reason that you're increasing your prices is probably because you're going to invest in something new. So either a new system that's going to help streamline their client experience potentially some automation so they can get things faster and more on time, which of course will benefit their client experience um, because you'll have more money so you can hire better team members or more team members so that you can make sure that they are getting everything they need when they deserve it and need it. And you will be able to deliver on the timelines that you've set. So if you're constantly finding yourself saying, you know, over-promising and under-delivering, so saying you're going to get something done and then not getting it done, it's probably time to increase your prices. And hiring team will help allow you to get your stuff to your clients on time, right? 
So thinking about all the ways it's going to benefit your customer, if it's going to allow you to hire a coach and upskill, that's going to ensure that your client has a better experience. If you're hiring a coach, that also allows you to keep ahead of current trends and make sure that you are able to pass those on to your customer. So writing a list about, you know, basically when you have that extra money, what is it going to allow you to do? How will it help you in your business to help your clients have an exceptional experience? And then how's that going to benefit them, right? There's always benefit to your customer when you're able to increase your pricing, okay? So write that list out, get really clear on what that looks like. And then when you're communicating it with your clients, lead with what's in it for them. You know, let them know that, you know, we know that change is uncomfortable, but we want to make sure that we're leading with what's in it for them. You know, we're increasing our prices. This is how it's going to benefit you. This is where we're going to be putting the money towards. This is how it's going to massively increase your client experience with us. We're constantly reinvesting in our business to make sure that you have the best experience of all time working with us. And so the price point is going to go to this. And of course, letting them know how damn valued they are as a client is super important. Okay. But the number one thing, guys, that you need to realize is that increasing your prices isn't just to line your own pockets. It 1000% services your customers better as well and gives them a better client experience. And that is so important. So please don't feel guilty you are allowed to increase your prices. In fact, it's encouraged on a yearly basis, um, if not a biannual basis. You are allowed to earn lots of money and live an abundant life in your business too. It is okay to be wealthy. It is okay to earn a lot of money. It is okay to hold that money in your bank account so that you can give your clients a better experience and think about it. With all that extra money in your account, you'll be able to send your clients more gifts you know, love on them more. You'll be able to hire people to check in on them more often. You'll be able to hire better team members. Like think about the most exceptional team member you could ever hire to help you out in your business and how much you want to be able to pay them. And think about how much having that person in your business would help your clients have a better experience, right? You absolutely do not need to feel guilty about increasing your prices. But also realizing that if you are feeling bad for charging more, if you're feeling greedy for wanting more, if you're feeling like you're not sure if you're good enough to charge more, then this is intricately tied to your money mindset, okay? It's probably time to have a little look at your current money stories, have a little dig around into, you know, your worthiness as a woman, as a human, not even just regards to your pricing because at the end of the day, guys, the stuff that you have put in, the life experience that you have had, the education that you've had, the investments that you've made into understanding and specializing in your area, that all adds up to an exceptional value for your client. But you'll never charge more if you don't work on your money stories. The only thing that is holding you back from your next level of wealth and abundance right now are the stories you're currently telling yourself. If you're telling yourself that my clients won't pay that much for this, if you're telling yourself that no one has that amount of money, if you're telling yourself that you're not good enough because you're not as good as them, they're all stories. None of those are true. Okay, there's stories that you're telling yourself and we just need to find proof otherwise. So I recommend you going, figuring out where your money stories are and then having a little look and finding proof of women who can disprove that story to you. So for example, if your money story is no one will pay that amount, go and find an example of somebody who is charging what you want to charge and is fully booked with clients and prove to yourself that people are paying that amount and that you can do it too. 
that I actually think I might need to record another entire episode just on money stories and money mindset in the coming weeks. So to summarize today's episode, guys, you are already worthy. You were born worthy. Please make sure that you do the research on your industry and the market prices, but also ensure that you charge what you need to charge to cover your personal costs, the cost of doing business the way that you do business, and make sure that you earn what you want to earn. So don't just charge in alignment with the market industry average. Yes, it's terrifying to increase your prices, but lead with what's in it for your customer. So making sure that you write down all the reasons why this price increase is going to benefit your customer. And if you're still feeling all of the fear, all of the unworthiness, all of the not good enoughness about charging more, it's probably time to take a little look at your money stories. But I will get a little podcast together on that in weeks to come. Guys, if you heard something today that resonated, it would mean the absolute world to me to know that you're listening and getting value. Please screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Steph Gorton underscore underscore and tell me what you loved. But babe, if you are ready to invest in yourself and take the next step, use the link in my show notes to book a free 15 minute strategy session so we can plan your right next step and get your pricing right. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights you need to make your business go boom. And as part of my commitment to that mission, I have created a mini course called the Boom Your Biz mini course, and I want to offer it to you completely for free. So in this three-part mini course, you're going to learn how to identify and attract the perfect clients that you actually love to work with. You'll learn an easy and effective way to build your core offer and increase the amount of people that actually take you up on that offer and how to generate endless high quality leads absolutely free. Included in this free mini course is exclusive training. I give you templates and processes that you can follow and implement in your business right now to start seeing results straight away. The value of this mini course, guys, is $497, but I'm giving it to you completely for free. So if you're ready to level up and take action, use the link in my show notes to download this mini course. I'll see you next episode.